0: it's episode seven of left side heavy the podcast today i have on reoccurring guests Mr. Hayden Barton, good old childhood friend. How's it going, man?
1: Good, man. How are you?
0: Not too bad. How was your, uh, your football weekend? Getting uh, to the Christmas season?
1: Oh, yeah, man. Christmas decorations going up tomorrow. Not don't want to make it too early, right? But, you know, it's coming. It'll be yeah. December 1st.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So um, you're anticipating a half-decent three-game slate on Thursday. The Steelers and Ravens were supposed to save the two crappy games, but obviously that is postponed to a, a, nearly a week later. But what did you think of the Thanksgiving or American Thanksgiving games?
1: Honestly, uh, in the Pickham League that I'm in, I knew Detroit wasn't going to be good because for some reason, Kenny Galladay's is are everything. And... Yeah, that it just seemed like the perfect game for Alex Smith, and then the, uh, or not, sorry, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, just absolutely killed it, and then oh, he's doing amazing this year. Oh, so good! It's just unreal. And then obviously, uh, you know, Alex Smith and the Washington football team taking care of business and in and Dallas.
0: Yeah, but so, we'll hit Houston, Detroit first. Because, yeah. you know, as everyone knows, on left side heavy, we touch on primetime games and then anything else that stands out to us. But starting off with uh, Houston and Detroit, Deshaun Watson is like showing that he doesn't need a number one or like a D hop on his team. But I mean, it sure helps. But he's balling out the series, continues it with another unreal game, a game over 300 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. And Will Fuller alongside that seven receptions for 170 and two touchdowns. So just a overall good game from Houston and man Detroit only putting up 25 points kind of proves to be why Patricia got canned.
1: Yeah, no a lot of a uh, lot of big stories happening just in the past day.
0: Yeah, no yeah, no kidding. With the uh, Steelers getting postponed San Francisco getting banned from their own county, so they have to find somewhere else to play.
1: Arizona. They got the – uh they got a stadium yeah. in Arizona.
0: Yeah. And yeah. fucking – yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened this weekend. But, yeah. And we'll uh keep with uh Will Fuller, and he got suspended for six games for PEDs. Do you think this is why he's been playing out of his absolute <laughs> mind this year? <laughs> you know, I
1: think – he's been playing out of his mind because he's good, but no, for sure. He hasn't, he hasn't been injured. So that's where I think the PEDs come into play.
0: So he would have had like two pulled hamstrings by now.
1: At least, at least.
0: Yeah. Surely. Yeah. I knew there was something fishy going on when he hasn't been hurt yet.
1: Yeah. And he's actually looking like he should be getting paid. Yeah. Has to do something to mess it up.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I feel bad for Matt Stafford because um, maybe uh, a new coaching change will help him. But talk about a quarterback who's severely underrated and always in a bad situation. But I really hope he, uh, on the tail end of his career, maybe demands to get released or traded or to maybe like a better team or just like Detroit can help him out and get him some more weapons. But they always seem to be kind of screwed every season. They can't seem to get it right.
1: Yeah, but, no, I agree.
0: Um, we'll move on to Washington and Dallas. And uh Washington's defense came to play today. Obviously, Gibson played really well, but Washington's defense, they were a force against Cowboys in the offense.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh <laughs> unreal. Like when I was watching that. I actually was taking a test, and I couldn't really watch the whole game. But as soon as I finished, I just put it on, and it was like – it was somewhat close at the start. And then yeah. Gibson, oh, my God, dude. That guy's just a – he's, he's going to be something special. People who drafted him this year in Dynasty Leagues are probably really, really happy.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. He was unreal on Thursday. Yeah, 20 attempts for 115 and three touchdowns three touchdowns that's absolutely unreal and I don't want to glance over Amari Cooper because he played a good game he did as best as he possibly could he had over 100 yards and a touchdown yeah uh, Dalton just their uh Washington's uh pass rush was they were in Dalton's face all night and they just couldn't really get anything going and it's tough for Dallas because that offense was looking really good with Dak, and then unfortunately he goes down. And Dalton and the other quarterbacks just couldn't obviously play up to his level, so that def- that offense is now deteriorated throughout the season. But Cooper's still putting up points that he's capable of. So it, there's a bright future for Dallas. They just need to put all their chips in towards their defense. But Washington just absolutely rolled over them. And, yeah, it wasn't really close.
1: Yeah, no, Washington's defense is legit. You know, like, they have – I think they have, like, a top five defense for the whole year now. And, you know, that front seven, ferocious. Chase Young is – Oh, he's... I, I don't know how we forgot about him in our maybe, like, the uh, defensive rookie of the year candidate. Oh,
0: I, I, I put him in. I put him in.
1: I over totally overlooked him. I, I was like, you know, yeah. the Panthers, Derek Brown. He's just he's so solid in the middle. Then Patrick Queen, and then Isaiah Simmons. You know, he just started coming in through uh, yeah. the back end half of this yeah. year yeah. so far. But yeah, yeah, Chase Young, man, holy. Yeah,
0: I think he has like five sacks, but he doesn't have a lot of sacks. But he has like a lot of pressures and hurries. So he's like, yeah, he's like maybe less than half a second. Give him a half a hold on to the ball for a half a second longer and Chase Young's and he could have like double digit sacks. But he yeah, just no. to the quarterback quick and they just let go of the ball. So he's like doing his job. He just like can't the numbers just aren't necessarily showing in the sack department, but he's like getting there. Yeah, no, on
1: paper job. he's he's ferocious when it comes yeah. to QB pressures. I think uh the Saints are first. And I think Washington second or third for yeah. D line pressure, four men D line pressure too. Yeah, like it's crazy.
0: Yeah, thanks. Oh, nah. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're, uh, they're, that's like a real bright spot for kind of a low team.
1: Don't look now, sleeper, uh, <laughs> sleeper playoff pick <laughs> <laughs> could be Washington. I don't oh, know, bad. but.
0: Yo, that'd be awesome. I, I'd uh, be happy to see that. You know what? Screw it. Alex Smith in the playoffs? Why not?
1: I still can't believe one of these teams gets to host Tampa Bay or uh, <laughs> or Los Angeles in the playoffs.
0: No, <laughs> it's ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. Alright, uh, um, we'll move on to my, uh, my pats versus cards. Nick Folk pulling out the game-winning field goal, 50-bomb.
1: Yeah, I was gonna text you. I was gonna be like, wow, Beer League kicker coming in clutch. Yeah,
0: you know what? I'm gonna continue it because it's working. <laughs> <laughs> ever since I've said that, I don't think he's missed an extra point. Or he's missed maybe one field goal, but like what uh, kicker it was probably trash. What kicker hasn't missed a field goal this year? Yeah, no, too. Right? True, true. And but no, he's been actually like real solid. And he's coming he's come up clutch a few times. Uh, Murray and Newton both played pretty bad to their yeah. standards. Nine uh,
1: points and seven points. <laughs> and, uh,
0: Kenyon Drake is really the only bright spot I could really think of. You have like 80 yards on the ground and two scores. Yeah. So Should have been three,
1: but the defense of New England just, holy. I How many plays do you think they had in like two drives in the New England five-yard line or better? Yeah, New,
0: New England's like before kind of up to this year when half their defense off the they were like a bend don't break defense
1: mm-hmm.
0: they'll give up 500 total yards but they'll give you 17 points Yeah, so it's like we'll maybe give you a touchdown and then like a few field goals but like and we'll give you like a bunch of yards but you're not gonna put up more points than us kind of thing Obviously, the odd game, they'd give up a lot, but um, no, they always have a lot of plays running through their red zone because between the 20s, they're not the best, but they're always pretty solid in the red zone.
1: Yeah, no, and that one drive, and actually, uh, if you wanted to know, the answer in two drives was seven plays inside the five. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. That or actually, no, that was on the one drive, and then the next one was uh 11 because that went into halftime, so 11 plays inside the five and only one touchdown.
0: Yeah, that's insane, it's crazy. And like, they don't even have Hightower or no, they don't have Hightower, and he's no, like, they don't, he's like and the most solid defensive piece. But yeah,
1: no, who, who's the middle linebacker New England has in the uh in the lineup right now?
0: I think it's I think it's Guy. Is it Guy? Yeah. I yeah. thought he was
1: the outside linebacker.
0: Yeah, I don't know, dude.
1: Whatever it is, it's working. And it is just I, I can't believe that they didn't score because that's a that's a 14 point switch. And honestly,
0: there. honestly, he might have, but there wasn't conclusive evidence that he got past the line because there's so many. I don't think contenders. he did. You but know, like, looking this, at
1: it. Yeah. I, I <laughs> definitely don't think he did.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying like he he very well could have but no one could literally see drake after he went into a bunch of bodies no one could find him so he could have popped in but no one could see him it was inconclusive so
1: yeah no that's true yeah
0: um but i want to talk about that bullshit blindside block that took a kick return td that was horseshit. am i wrong oh my god no no, you text
1: you texted me as soon as i saw that and i was like i like shayden was just asking she's like Why are they showing this play? I'm like, I don't even know. Like, what happened? And then I heard, like, over the announcer, they called that a blindside block. And I was like, Buddy was looking at him straight on. (laughs) That was this blindside.
0: I I don't get it. Like, people were saying it was like he was facing his own end zone. And I'm like, he wasn't even facing his own end zone. He was facing the sideline.
1: He was facing the sideline. Yeah, it was brutal.
0: Like, it was brutal one of the worst calls I've what well, up there is some of one of the worst calls I've seen. Like, yeah, no, I, I totally call, agree. Like I don't want to play bias, but dude, that was just like, that was just a bad call. And it's not yeah. just me talking about it as a Patriots fan. Like that was just a bad call. And it just like, it frustrates me. Cause like, if we lost that game, I know we're, we were four and six, but like, if we lost that game, that's like that literally would have ta- like uh, taken us out of playoff contention like completely. I'm pretty sure.
1: yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And,
0: like it was just such a bad call. It doesn't make sense.
1: No yeah. no, it doesn't. I hate when that happens when it's like it either could have been a call or it couldn't have been, but it somehow went not your way, and it's like, yeah. fuck off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. And I'll go the other way too. That Isaiah Simmons hit, Cam Newton that, was a runner and he was still in bounds and he got hit. That shouldn't have been a penalty. But,
1: but it was, it was, uh, it was helmet to helmet. Yeah, I guess. Simmons's helmet got uh, the, uh, the face mask part of Newton and you kind of see his head like whip back in slow motion. So,
0: so it wasn't just like a late hit penalty. Oh,
1: dude. I was, I was up and I was like, that's a, penalty. That's a penalty
0: penalty (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but like yeah but i was like people were complaining about that or isaiah simmons he was like freaking out how that wasn't the penalty and i was like no fuck you that's a penalty because you guys got one that took away a penalty Mm -hmm. so no that's a penalty and you're gonna sit there and cry about it i don't care but you're eating this one because the patriots fandom had to eat that one
1: yeah, no, I agree.
0: All it's right. kind of okay. like it's kind of yeah. like
1: what happened to the Saints in the uh, Rams Super Bowl game.
0: Same, and then same crew, same ref crew. Oh
1: really? Wow, it's amazing to still have a job. But and then it, it was <laughs> the next season. Nickell Roby Coleman, I forget what team he was on, but he uh, he interfered with someone, and it cost. Oh wait, no. Yeah, it was last year. He. Like, totally didn't interfere with him at all. And he wasn't on the Rams. I remember this. And it was in the end zone. He totally didn't interfere with him. And he got flagged for doing it. And then that's what made uh, LA lose the game. And Saints fans were trolling it up. It's like, wow, Roby Cohen knows what it's like now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was awesome.
0: That's funny. No, but yeah, that ref crew, I don't understand how they're still employed because... That's just yeah. terrible.
1: Another yeah, blind. Was that like a stat that came up from the, uh, from the ref
0: game? Carry. <laughs> um, the guy who was supposed to be on today. He texted me and he was like, "Yeah, this ref crew. I'm pretty sure it's the one who did the, like, the Rams Saints and the home pass interference." And I was like, "Really?" And then he sent me a clip of like, um, this guy's ref crew. Lowe's call in Saints versus Rams game and i'm like how are they still employed after that job alone
1: yeah no it's it's mental it's yeah. mental dude yeah contracts contracts <laughs>
0: ridiculous um we'll go to your Saints Broncos Saints take it 31-3 uh not much on the stat sheet more of a storyline game um Hinton Coming up from the practice squad with all Broncos quarterbacks ineligible to play due to high risk to COVID. Practice squad receiver playing quarterback. I mean, obviously, like, he's not going to light it up because it's his first NFL start for a position. He's not really – he hasn't played since high school Mm -hmm. or college, but he was, like, he couldn't even start at Wake Forest. Yeah. He's one for 913 yards and two picks, but it was bad. But, dude, like – you gotta shout him out for even like getting up there. Going the, up there, oh, fucking one hundred percent. Like, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so Hinton, you're not a quarterback. Uh, you're on the practice squad. We're gonna call you up, but not for receiver. You're gonna be our starting quarterback today, and you have to play against the NFC South division leaders, Saints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I know, dude. When I when I first saw that like that news breakout on Saturday morning, I was I just got out of bed and I was just talking to my mom and I looked at my phone and it's like Broncos Drew Luck. Um Rippin. Brett Riffin, yeah, and Blake Bortles are all <laughs> out due to high risk COVID. And I was like, So who the fuck's starting then? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yo, did you see that um John Elway um, wanted what? the the assistant coach to start.
1: <laughs> Why didn't John Elway start? Okay, that's my yeah. big question. Okay, yeah,
0: John Elway pitched for their assistant coach to start at quarterback. But it oh got, my but it, god, denied by the NFL.
1: <laughs> I did didn't you, see that.
0: Do you imagine old coach going in and like ripping slants and stuff? <laughs>
1: He knows the playbook. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, honestly, like that was a it's a feel good story that Hinton has yeah. coming up and for him to play in a game and get absolutely demolished. Yeah. After after the first half, it was it wasn't funny anymore. I felt sad. Yeah. I was like you're never supposed to talk down to your opponent, you know, but <sighs> That was just brutal yeah i I've never seen a quicker game go by so fast, but it was like whatever, you know the Hinton should have had more picks, but we dropped them, yeah uh, and the defense dude okay, even without an actual quarterback starter, I definitely would have given the score to have been higher for the Saints, and maybe yeah. like two touchdowns max higher for the Broncos. Yeah. But this Saints defense, dude, what do you have to say about that? Like...
0: <laughs> they're something I, to
1: like I, up. I want to give you a funny stat after this and I want to see if you know it, okay?
0: I kind of want to... This game doesn't really count. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I know Drew Locks had his turnover troubles, but... he would obviously put up a better game than this. Oh, yeah, 100%. Denver ran the ball, like, 77 times. Yeah. And so, New Orleans' defense, like, I've always thought they've had – like, they have Cam Jordan, Marshawn, Lattimore. And, I, yeah, I think they're a good defense. I've always thought that. They were kind of slow to start, but they've been heating up. All season, it's,
1: it's the New Orleans special start yeah.
0: slow, yeah.
1: Finish, finish hot as shit.
0: Yeah, so uh, no, yeah, I think New Orleans defense is highly touted, and I'd feel good if I had him as my defense for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, okay, now this funny stat, okay. Uh, in how many games or how many games was it ago that the Saints allowed one touchdown?
0: So like what's their no touchdown streak
1: right now it's almost four games since they've allowed a touchdown it's if they make it past the first quarter of next week's game it'll have been four games that they didn't allow a touchdown
0: really so denver
1: denver atlanta tampa bay and
0: uh 49 you know
1: Yes, the Forty ers but that was in the first quarter. So if they make it past, it'll have been, wow. or maybe it's, maybe it'll be three and a half. It, either way. Wow, so the fact that it, it's been that long since a team has uh, scored on them.
0: Yeah, especially against Tampa, like that's. Yeah, was Tampa before San Fran?
1: No, it was after. Was it? Yeah, no, it was after. It was San Francisco, and then we had to play Tampa, and um, then it was Atlanta. Uh, it you know it, it was
0: something either yeah, way. <laughs> exactly. No, that's crazy though. I like, guess yeah. a a really good stat.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous.
0: All so. right, we're uh, we're gonna do a lightning round, kind of bounce around the league, uh, pitch in whatever you think stands out to you. Uh, Sounds good. Start off. Falcons blowing out the Raiders. Are you kidding me? I was so mad about this. Donald, I love you, dude. But I had money on the Raiders and that ruined my parlay.
1: Oh my god, dude. I'm gonna say this right now, okay? Vegas sucks. Okay, they they're a shitty team. They 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 just suck. Okay, they suck, they suck, they suck. But they play good against Kansas City. Yeah. That's
0: it. <laughs> Yeah, man, like, I was like, oh, Raiders plus seven? So you're telling me that the Raiders, who basically went toe-to-toe with Casey and beat them once, is like a seven-point underdog to Atlanta? Easy. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> you're going to lose by 37 points. Suck on that one, Jevin. Yeah, cheers, boys. Everyone took me out of a $680 payout. Was, oh yeah dude i was choked dude i won every i won every single other bet on my parlay except that one
1: it's always the fu- okay always- every time every time that the uh the country starts believing in vegas that is the that- chance to fade them yeah.
0: <laughs> no but it wasn't just me like there was even a meme about it and it was like Nate Robinson on the ground and Jake Paul and it was Nate Robinson was like um my parlay and then Jake Paul <laughs> was the NFL. Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew it wasn't just me, it was like everyone's parlay got ruined. Oh, my, yeah. My buddy Mitch, he was on the episode uh on the podcast earlier, and he was he had Vegas in three different parlays. <laughs> That's so tough. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I was so upset about that. And I was like, I was I almost put in a bet for them to lose by less than twenty-eight. <laughs> and luckily I didn't do that because they Jesus, lost yeah, you just lost but yeah. I was like, there's no way they can lose by this. They're gonna at least try and throw a touchdown. No, next thing you know, I lift my head after two minutes and Atlanta now has the ball and I'm like yeah, why
1: was it that every time I looked, Atlanta had the ball in the red zone? Like, I was just scrolling through my sleeper app, and it's like it's like Atlanta in the red zone at the third quarter, five minutes, and then it's like, I go back and I look. Atlanta in the red zone, like, what third you quarter, in one minute. Like, what well, the fuck is this, happening?
0: Like, Car threw, like, two picks and fumbled three times. Like, that's not going to help you. No. Jacobs went out early with a sprained ankle
1: yeah and then richard injured
0: like bro yeah no, was... man
1: hopefully atlanta just like peps himself up enough just enough for this week that they just fucking suck yeah it's new orleans so <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get their hope time and then
1: exactly yeah. exactly
0: yeah um derrick henry offensive player of the year
1: uh maybe after it's always what he does in between December and January, dude. He is what will win someone a fantasy yeah. league, and he's what someone will almost win a fantasy league. Yeah. You know, going up against Jesse this week, he had Antonio Gibson, and I was like, man, what the fuck? My week's over and it's and it's all because of one player. And then Derek Henry comes and beats him by seven points. I was like. I'm all right. I'm all
0: right. <laughs> I knew it. I <laughs> knew it.
1: This is why I didn't trade Henry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, he's leading the league in rushing. He's, he's a man amongst boys out there, man. And I had Alvin Kamara as my offensive player of the year, but he's kind of slowed down the past few weeks, but Derek, yeah, just because of Taysom Hill. Yeah. But Derek Henry's just been going up and, Man, I don't know if you can give it to anyone else. He's dominating out there. He can, oh, yeah. he can run himself into like an MVP candidate, dude. Like, he's taking that Titans team to the next level and he's putting them above, mm-hmm. like, to that next level to take out a W, right? Like, against the Ravens, he ran over them too. He got the OT winner. And yeah. it was just like a halfback dive from two yards out. It was like a. Th- 25 yard run
1: which coincidentally won me last week too <laughs> yeah
0: so like I, oh my god off with 180 yards and three touchdowns like
1: yeah he's making, no, he's, Tana,
0: he's making Tannehill's life so much easier with that
1: did you see what uh, what happened he derrick henry had his chance to score his fourth touchdown but yeah. tennessee ran the perfect play they are like, oh, let's just give it to Derrick Henry in shotgun. And Tannehill was like, yeah, everyone's going that way. I'm going to take it, and I'm going to score myself. Yeah. Beautiful play. I was like, that is how you run. Everyone yeah. respects Derrick Henry, and they're just yeah. like, oh, Derrick Henry has the ball. Next thing you know, Tannehill's in the end zone so doing he- his white boy, whoop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, but, yeah, dude, he's dominating, and – yeah he's scary he's he's such a humble player too like he doesn't like he just
1: he doesn't brag about himself like he knows that his his work
0: yeah
1: no he knows his first two years he didn't do anything and it wasn't his fault but they're making everyone who was in that organization be like why didn't we why didn't we start this guy
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) and he's making other scouts like why didn't we draft him
1: yeah, like, why didn't you, like, yeah. there's not a lot of things I can say, obviously, about, like, the Saints, like, and not drafting him, but it's, like, Saints always find gems in the draft, right? But every other team who didn't draft him, how stupid do y'all, do y'all look now, okay?
0: <laughs> well, that's how I feel, it's, like, Patriots drafted Sony Michel, and then, like, a pick after Nick Chubb won, and it's, like, well, Nick Chubb's one of the best in the game, and Sony Michel's mm-hmm. not even our starter. Yeah, so,
1: I know. I can't yeah. believe that uh, that you guys didn't draft Chubb.
0: Well, Sony Michelle the... Yeah, Sony Michelle had a good rookie year. I'm not even going to fault him for that. No, no did like he ran for like 950 and like almost 10 touchdowns that year. Like that's a good rookie year. But oh yeah. Then, but then he's just falling off, and now Damian Harris is taking all the workload. And um, but taking away, getting away from the Patriots because that's not the point. But you know, Derrick Henry is doing really good. I think he's deserving of Offensive Player of the Year, in my opinion, right now. Oh yeah, right now, and if, if he, he just, just keeps uh, continuing it, i pulled it over Kamara. So oh, easily. But um, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be close. It's gonna be good for the awards coming up. Um, Forty Nineers top the Rams. Shanahan is four and zero against McVeigh.
1: <laughs> it's so weird because I feel like yeah. the Rams are so much better. But, you know, I compare the Rams to the, Ra- to the Raiders. Yeah. Okay, they both start with R and A. <laughs> they both somehow play good against Tampa Bay and another high-powered team. But when it comes to <laughs> a suckier-ass team, half of them who are on IR, nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I like, I'm, the Rams, they're such a weird team, dude. Like, it's all about if Jared Goff plays good, then usually the whole team's playing good. But if Jared Goff sucks, then, like, even the defense plays bad. Yeah. Receivers, because their receivers are, like, playmakers. They're not really go up and get it receivers. They're, like, I'm going to throw a slant, and Cooper Cup's going to take it the rest. Yeah. And then, or Robert Woods is going to run a good route, like a post route. And then Goff's going to sling him for 50 yards and Woods is in open space. Yeah. Right? They're really, like, the receivers aren't go up and get it. They're not really physical. So if Goff's struggling to get the ball to Cup and Woods, then, like, they can't really do their job, right? And no, not at all. They're running backs. Like, Henderson has a tough time getting going sometimes and Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers. Like, they're not doing too much this season. and So Jared Goff is, like, their most important player because if obviously Aaron Donald, but like taking him out of the equation because offense is important. Jared Goff, if he's not getting going, then the defense can't. You can't rely on the defense scoring points for you if you're not. Yeah, sc- definitely. Then, you know.
1: Although Cam Akers last two games has found the end zone twice.
0: Yeah, he's definitely he's getting more involved, but I like to see that. Yeah, but I mean, like Jared Goff is. A huge part of that offense and if he's slinging the ball like if he's doing his job then the Rams are a really scary team but it's all depending on how he does yeah I agree um Chiefs versus Tampa Bay Mahomes had 370 yards passing in the first half and Tyreek <laughs> Hill had 200 yards receiving and two touchdowns in the first half
1: Dude, the fact that Mahomes threw for that much in the first half and didn't continue—I hate when players just don't continue. Yeah. You know, it's—it's it's it's like eight
0: hundred yards that game. I yeah, yeah
1: I wanted him to because it's like it's football, yeah. and especially piling it on to Bruce Arians, I just felt like it would have been so yeah. much nicer. Yeah, just because it's like, fuck that guy—he doesn't start Jones over Fournette, and he is. Hey, Look like at what Ronald Jones does too. Like that guy is amazing, talented. He's having
0: runner. a breakout year, like he's finally coming into his own. He's four nuts doing nothing with his touches, and Jones oh,
1: nothing. And Jones is making the absolute most of it, and I love him for that because yeah. I didn't believe him because I thought I thought Arians would keep Ariansing it up, and as soon as you make a bad play, boom, here's the bench. I warmed it up for you
0: yeah <laughs> it doesn't make sense it's like you're not gonna be perfect every time like
1: yeah sorry i'm well, not fucking sure-handed receiver
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it's so annoying like um yeah jones is he's finally playing he's having a good breakout season he's touted as like one of the, the best running back coming out of that class like darius guys. but i don't know who else came out of that class but that was uh,
1: 2017 right I think so. I'll, uh, I'll quickly switch that up right now because I. I it was a good class.
0: But anyways, Joan, yeah, he's finally doing good. He looks bigger, faster, stronger. And yeah. he's had a couple 200-yard games, and I don't understand why he's not starting. He's easily – the, clearly the better running back. And yeah. A lot more consistent. And I just don't even know why you're like – like, don't balance it out. Give Fournette maybe, like, ten touches, some of them in the red zone. Because he is, like, maybe stronger. But, like, Jones is just a more, like, consistent back. And
1: Yeah. Yeah. so. So, do you want to hear this 2017 running back draft class?
0: Yeah, let's hear it.
1: At number four overall, Leonard Fournette. Number eight, CMC. Number forty-one, Dalvin Cook. Forty-eight, Joe Mixon. Sixty-seven, Alvin Kamara. Eighty-six, Kareem Hunt. One hundred and five, James Conner. One nineteen, Tariq Cohen. One forty-three, Marlon Mack, and one eighty-two, Aaron Jones.
0: Jesus Christ! (laughs) How many (laughs) all pros are on that team?
1: That was in the fucking twenty seventeen draft class. How many all
0: pros are there? Aaron Jones, McCaffrey. Kamara, Cook. That's four right there.
1: Yeah, that's easily four right there. And then you and then you got, you know, what else was there? You got your Marlon Mack and then your uh did you say Kareem Hunt?
0: Kareem Hunt, he was like all pros rookie year, dude. Like he was Oh yeah.
1: And James Conner, you know, he's decent. Tariq Cohen, great pass catching running back. Yeah. And Aaron Jones, like
0: Like dude, that's five all pros and then two like pro bowlers. Yeah. Or like, steady running backs that like you. If you, I told you like, hey, Marlon Mack's gonna be your RB one. I don't know. like. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna be in a hurry to get rid of him. He had like a good year. It's just a matter of like I know he has it in him. So as long as he just gets it going, like I'm good. I was like, yo, that class. Yeah.
1: Is- no, I agree.
0: Who's in the 2018? Is is that is that Ronald Jones and uh, Darius Geis?
1: You know that I, th- I think it's actually 2017. Now that I'm looking at it, I think he was drafted in 2018. Hold on, but dude, I, looking back on it, 2017 was a great draft class. God damn. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I didn't. I thought Aaron Jones. I always thought like of Aaron Jones like a lot older than Kamara, but it's like right? a, class.
1: Oh, Ronald Jones, yeah, he was in 2018. So I'm kind of messing up on my years here, but still.
0: No, I, I'm <laughs> so happy to hear that 2017 class. That's insane.
1: Yeah, I didn't – I forgot how good that draft was. God yeah. damn. Yeah, who's in 2018? Uh,
0: let's see.
1: 2018 RB NFL draft class. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Saquon, obviously, yeah. Sony Michelle, Darius Geist, Ronald Jones,
0: uh.
1: <laughs> and then Nick Chubb. Jesus.
0: Yeah. So I guess Ronald Jones wasn't up there, but he's top five.
1: Uh, yeah, he was top five. He was scouted top five. on Johnson, Rashad Penny, Kalen Bellage, Naeem Hines. Mark Walton, oh my god, I remember him, Jalen Samuels, Royce Freeman, Josh Adams, wow, Notre Dame, Josh Adams, oh my god, dude, this is, this is ridiculous, and Chase Edmonds, you had to go all the way down to like 20 to really realize any relevancy.
0: And um, Ronald Jones, he's kind of come into his own, like, he's, I'd rather have more than Sony, I'd rather have Saquon and Chubb over him, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, he probably isn't going to find himself back into the league anytime soon, if at all. Yeah. So Jones is like – he's looking like he's coming out three from that class mm-hmm. to the way he's playing now. So he's he's coming to his own. He's deserving of his touches. But I yeah. think with this Chiefs-Tampa Bay game, just like – basically solidifies Mahomes MVP like he's dominating he like he can put up anything he wants in a game and yeah
1: no it's crazy and I think the best part about Mahomes it wasn't really displayed in this game but it was last game you know like he put on an absolute clinic in a minute and a half and it's like this guy is just unreal uh, it's never the game plan to go in and score in a minute and a half. But when you can do that before the half, yeah, <laughs> before the end of the half, sorry, it's ridiculous. It totally changes how you actually play. And, yeah, I, I see them going right back to uh, Tampa Bay in February.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Sunday night football, Green Bay 41, Chicago 25.
1: We don't have to um, stand this one too long here. All
0: right, we know, we know Rod- Chicago is just not, yeah. not good. Play it how he usually plays, you know, no picks, 200 yards, four touchdowns. Rogers doing Rogers things. He's just – he's a top three quarterback in the league right now, and I think people are kind of over – I don't want to say overlooking him, but overlooking him because a lot of attention was Russ at the beginning of the season, but then Rodgers is obviously – He's been playing really good, and Mahomes is Mahomes. And But I think Rodgers is second in MVP voting. If Houston was any better, if throw Watson up there, too. But Rodgers is Rodgers, man. And like you said, we won't stay on this topic for too long. But Rodgers is hes silencing the haters and Matt LaFleur and for picking yeah. up and all that. And almost lit a fire under his ass. And I was like, all right, if you're going to draft a young quarterback to take my place, I'm going to show you why that was a wasted pick. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe you'll groom him, but he's not taking my place anytime soon. So, love, get comfortable on the bench, dude.
1: Yeah, Yeah. get comfortable play calling, bitch. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm not
0: not giving up my spot, so.
1: Yeah, no, honestly, like, that game that he had against Indy, it was tough. They're tough defense, you know, but I think what this year's really shown, the two teams that can't be exploited are the Steelers and the Chiefs. And then, as of, like, the back half, the teams that can't be exploited uh, that I'd add on are the Saints and the Packers. Yeah. You know, the Packers, man. Like, as much as I I hate saying it, but, like, they've proved, even though they, they've lost, like, three hard games, one yeah. of those games definitely shouldn't have gone the way it did. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. It was, uh... Packers are a team you can't sleep on at all. Oh. Uh Monday night football, that where we are recording, um, it has ended. But 23 to 17 for the Seahawks over the Eagles. Uh Wentz is terrible. <laughs> like, dude, he just He's doesn't have a spark anymore. He's making terrible throws over and over again, and like, yo, Cam Newton can't throw. He has no weapons, and he put up almost four hundred yards passing against the Seahawks. Wentz has a healthy Rieger. I'll give Jeffrey a pass because like it's his first game back. And Dallas Goddard. Yeah,
1: Travis Fulgham, Miles Sanders.
0: Yeah, and he only put up 215 and he threw a really bad interception.
1: Was it just one? Yeah. Yeah, it was just one.
0: But he's like I'm, I'll give him that he has a really bad O-line and he doesn't have a, but he does hold on to the ball for a really long time. He
1: holds on so long, dude. It's and, crazy.
0: Yeah. And, it's like he doesn't
1: even know what his receivers are running half the time, too.
0: I agree. Like, he's just – he's lost that 2017 MVP spark, dude, and it sucks to see, but he's just not playing good. And, like, like at what point do you think we see Jalen Hurts actually play, like
1: – A full game?
0: Like, a, a length of time.
1: Watch it be against the Saints and just have it do absolutely fuck all.
0: <laughs> like, I know – Two weeks. Yeah. Like we have, I have plans to get to some questions at the end, but I'll get to one now. Like, um, from my buddy, uh, Matt Nelson. Let me just find it, pull it up really quick. Uh, Matt dot Nelson one. If Wentz keeps playing like this, should Jalen hurt get the start next game? And from that point on at seven o'clock, he just didn't play good. He threw up a hit prayer at the end. That barely got caught by Rogers, which was an un, unreal catch. Good yeah. reflexes by him, but like he didn't play it. No, no, at no, all. No, no. I, I don't see like Jalen Hurts went in, and he's more mobile than Wentz's, in my opinion. He's a really good running quarterback. So if he needs to, if the break, if it breaks down, he's good at escaping. Yeah, and he looked comfortable in there. So why not you, dude? there are three.
1: What else seven. do
0: they have to lose at this They're point? They're 3-7-1. Why not throw him in and see what he has? And if he plays good, then it's like, why not?
1: Yeah, then it's like, okay, see you later. Wentz will move why? on. Yeah, no, I I agree.
0: but Man, I, don't, I don't see why not. Like, at this point, I wouldn't even want to play for the playoffs, dude.
1: No, no, I wouldn't either. They'd Honestly, do. I'd say just finish out the season with Wentz and then throw in Hurts.
0: Yeah, or even... Like you lost to the Seahawks and it was a bad game. Like you're not, they're not going to do anything in the playoffs if they get there. Mm-hmm. And why not just throw in Hurts next game to see what they have? Yeah, you know, just see if there's like a spark there. And why not? Like why not just see? I mean, yeah, no, honestly,
1: that. put them put him in against a team that matches well up on paper. Yeah, but don't pull anything stupid and put him in and then just keep playing him because then he's going to lose confidence like if he goes in uh the next game and then the game after he's not going to have fun because uh, who do the eagles play next game do you know off by heart
0: uh no but i can pull it up in just a second here
1: okay yeah no thank you but i know the next game obviously like i said is against the saints that does not match up good on paper. So I say you start them either after that or or, not, or you don't play them at all because.
0: They play if, Green Bay. Their remaining schedules Green Bay, New Orleans, Arizona, Dallas, and Washington.
1: You play them against Dallas and Washington. You yeah. don't play them these three games. You, you, let Wentz, you let Wentz just take the heat because. Yeah, you don't want your new potential franchise quarterback just going out there and looking like dust.
0: Yeah, no, I can get on board with that. I yeah, put him in the last two unless they're like key games and you really want to go to the playoffs. But if it, if you're like eliminated, then start hurts and just yeah, let him do his thing. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, so our new segment time for the press. I have some questions that were sent in from fellow mates of mine. And we're gonna answer like a few of them. All right. So this one comes from Matinas underscore L, fellow employee at Leo's. Guy's a dolphins fan. So nice. Lots to look forward to. Yeah. AFC East rival. (laughs) And guy sucks. Sorry, Matias. Love you, buddy. Um, if you had to make one of these three your franchise QB for six years, who are you choosing? Nathan Peterman, Trevor Simeon, or Josh Rosen? <laughs>
1: dude, this is this is a fucking comedy. Is this a comedy podcast now. Yeah. Holy shit! What the? Fuck?
0: <laughs> he DM'd me that, and I, all I said was "fuck you, dude." Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, literally, <laughs> you better answer it, and I'm like, I hate you, man. Oh, oh my, my god. god i think this question's easy it's josh rosen
1: oh it's gotta be josh rosen but, but still you... fuck that
0: yeah. he had the most problems coming out of ucla and he was throwing two shitty situations so let him yeah out. no
1: i'm i, I want to give that guy you know everything that he can to develop but nathan peterman garbage okay you know trevor that's... simeon yeah. still bad yeah still bad
0: like, I wouldn't have confidence at all. Like, at all. Um you hear he's the uh, Saints third-string quarterback? Simeon?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Drew went on IR, it's like, oh, well, hey, you got to give some veteran presence in there. Oh,
0: third-string now.
1: Yeah, yeah, third-string
0: now. I was like, dude, Taysom Hill second, Winston's third. No, like, no, 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 like, no,
1: no, yeah.
0: Technically second, but, like, Jason real starting, but yeah, you get my point. Um. So yeah, Matthias, we are both. Our answer is Josh Rosen, but I hate you for that question because it sucks. <laughs> um, this one comes from Evan. eight. Uh, straight up, who's winning the Super Bowl?
1: Who's winning the Super Bowl? Uh, if it if it isn't the Saints, it's the Chiefs. Okay, yeah.
0: like I think. I think it's the Chiefs to lose, in my opinion.
1: Honestly, it seems like a great hangover spot for the Chiefs, just for them to play so like amazing and then watch them lose to like and the NFC East division winner. There's some stupid
0: shit. Yeah. The Giants somehow Jones taking the Super Bowl away from the The Giants
1: beat Tom Brady again. They get a lucky you know, PI call or some shit or a penalty, and then
0: they almost beat Tampa earlier.
1: Exactly, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then they just come out to play in the championship, and then Super Bowl, boom, yeah. Giants, baby. Thanks.
0: <laughs> one play, game of inches. <laughs> he has a part two, and it's is Evan Y a beauty? Uh he's you're okay, bud. You're okay. Thank you, Jeep. Yeah. I've seen pictures. <laughs> you have a nice Jeep. Evan. You have a nice Jeep. Um, did you catch any of the Tyson fight?
1: Oh yeah, dude. It it was sick. Just seeing Tyson fight. So well, yeah, me um, and me and the boys got in a Discord chat, and I uh, I streamed it, and it was so sick.
0: Yeah. Um. So, at Doug Eberle, he asks. Could Mike Tyson still compete with any young boxers? And if so, what level?
1: Uh...
0: Honestly, I don't know if – I think he'd get, like, tired really quickly. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of energy. And he'd obviously be fighting, like, near the top of, like, the heavyweights. So he'd be kind of fighting, like, Fury and, like, uh, Wilder and stuff like that. And they're not necessarily young. No. <laughs> but, like, he's, like, mid-50s, dude. and Like, I think he's just going to get really tired quick. I think he could put, like, he would try and, like, hug it out the first couple rounds just to get the hang of things. But then I th- he still has his power, in my opinion. Um, he's, he's a house. Obviously, you saw him against Jones. Oh, yeah. But I think he could, like, stand in there, but I think he'd just get tired quick. And it's kind of hard to say, but he wouldn't be like the Mike Tyson he was before. Obviously. Oh, no,
1: that, that'll that never be a thing again, you know, but I would put him in the amateur heavyweights. Yeah, you know, I bet you he could still probably knock out a few amateurs here and there, but I would never put him at a pro level yeah. just because of how old and yeah, no, how untrained or not untrained on. Un,
0: Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't have... Okay, basically, he doesn't have enough stamina to uh, compete. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So uh, that's uh, that's time for the press. Um, send in your questions to atlassideheavy.thepod on Instagram or to my personal one at jevin.lefave on Instagram. And uh, I think that's all for this episode, Aide. Um Thanks for coming on. It's always a good time Talking to you. Go child. Um tell the people where they can find you.
1: On Instagram at Hayden underscore Barton. And at Twitter at Hayden underscore Barton. Very, very uh complicated handles there, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. And um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at leftsideheavy.thepod. dot the pod. Follow and on Twitter at Sideheavy. I'm just gonna try and post there more and you can follow me on instagram at Jevan.Lefave and on twitter at jevin intro and outro music is savage by six by uh, tom ivory featuring six man uh you can go listen to that on all platforms don't forget to rate subscribe and share the podcast with all your loved ones and we'll see you guys next time i just gotta let go when i'm ducking and fucking and now i got put in the friends on there's no need for discussion i just really love how you get low but I'm dipping, I'm cutting The shorty ain't worth being 10 tall 10 tall I, I, I just cut a leg Go call me a Benzo Pay it no all cash I won't take no rentals. killing my